dying to look good right here. Raw Fusion. Welcome to the King B's Raw Fusion Podcast. It's been a long time. I should have left you. Without a strong show to flip to Now think of how many weeks shows you slept through uh, Time's up, I'm about to bless you with another season Another reason to cut on the TV and start the cheesing To get up on the phone and go call your friends And let them know the King B's Raw Fusion began to sit on back And enjoy yourself, I'll be your company baby If you need a little help, I took off for a while To revise the plan, got my focus on So I can check out the scam and open up my team Eliminate the fake And when got me a beat from Bobby Drake And now I'm back And it's better than you ever saw But enough talk Let's get raw A typical night at the clubs Let's get raw You don't want to fall in love Let's get raw And got the fusion in your blood Let's get raw Into my ladies and my thugs Let's get raw Into the haters on the scene Let's get raw Don't be mad cause we got green Let's get raw You should be trying to make the team Let's get raw Cause we taking everything Raw Fusion. Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? King B right here, and you know how it goes down. This is King B's Raw Fusion. And <laughs> I've got a friend of mine. She's been on my show so much, she might as well be the doggone co-host. This is what, your third, fourth time being here? But she's here with a very important message and very something that's going on that I think women uh, really need to hear. I'm going to welcome back attorney April Prayer and... Welcome a couple of her comrades here as well, Dr. Goldie and Tanya. How are you doing, ladies? Good. Wonderful. Good, good, good. All right, April. You know, just because we've known each other since first grade doesn't mean you get to bum rush my show whenever you feel like it. But, you know, I got love for you, so it's all good. Um, You got something going on that I think people need to know what's happening. It's something related to hair relaxers. What's the overall view? And then we'll get into it more specifically. What's going on? So what happened in October was the National Institutes of Health released a study that they have been doing for nearly 11 years of almost 34,000 women of all different races and backgrounds from all over the United States. And what they found after doing that study or during the, during the study was that black women who had ever used a hair relaxer for one year or at least four applications had doubled their chances of getting endometrial cancer. So when they released those findings, Ben Crump flew to Chicago and filed the first of many lawsuits that we will here coming down the pike because of that link. So anytime there's a link that's shown in a scientific study that shows a doubling of the instances of any disease and linking it back to any product, lawsuits start to get filed. So that's where we are. So we're in the midst of I be- what I believe is the largest mass tort lawsuit involving Black women in the United States that we will see in our lifetimes because nearly every black woman, you know, who is 30 or older has had a relaxer, like I said, for that minimum of one year. And diseases like this, which Dr. Goldie will tell you, show up later in life. And so if you had a relaxer at six and now you're in your 40s or your 50s, you may find that you have not only endometrial cancer, but ovarian cancer and then fibroids because studies have linked all three to the use of relaxers. Endometrial cancer, let's talk about that. What is that? So endometrial cancer is a type of cancer that's found in women, usually in postmenopausal age range, meaning over the age of 50. It's more commonly seen in uh, women who are nulliparous, meaning they've never been pregnant before. And it's actually, it's actually probably one of the most treatable forms of women's reproductive cancer. However, in the women who were uh, found in this study, what they found was the women who had uh, the presence of these relaxers had more aggressive forms of endometrial cancer and they had higher mortality rates. So it's pretty disturbing. If you are looking to reproduce, 
in younger women, I don't know how far the study goes, but does it does it have, add complications to getting pregnant if you use relaxers or something like that? Well, the women in the study were from age 30s to 70s. Okay. However, you know, reproduction goes for some women well into the 40s. Uh, women can yeah. conceive up until menopause, which the average age in, in America is about age 51. So if a woman's diagnosed with endometrial cancer, the treatment is hysterectomy or removal of the uterus. And sometimes mm-hmm. along with that comes uh, chemotherapy and or radiation. So if a woman is diagnosed with endometrial cancer and she requires a hysterectomy, then she absolutely cannot conceive afterwards. She cannot have a baby. So that right. absolutely would affect a woman's uh, ability to conceive. Wow. I just got a question because I'm a guy. <laughs> was it only women in the study or did they do a study regarding men as well? Because I'm not going to lie. When I was younger, you know, in high school, I, I, you know, you had to have, you know, the curls and stuff. And I had my little relaxer, too. So, you know, they had to box the what was the soul glow, whatever it is. But I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> so did they do a study on men just just to. And and does that have a problem with their system as well? Men were not included in the study. Oh, see, look at this. Look at this. See, see, we got to get some men in the study, too. Because, see, small sperm counts. And it could be directly related to you getting an S-curl or um, finger waves. You never know. I'm just saying. We got to go into it. But we'll get back to that. Uh, (laughs) We're talking about the ladies right now. So, April, how are you involved in this? So right after the study came out, a local law firm that handles these types of cases, these mass tort cases, which just means it's personal injury cases, a bunch of personal injury cases file all against the same bad actor, the same defendant. And so we'll see thousands of these pop up across the U.S. So one of these local firms reached out to me. They knew that I had done a lot of media that I had been on national, international, local media on a pretty regular basis. And they reached out to me to see if I would be willing to work as of counsel with the firm to do their media and their basically recruitment of women to help um, spread the word about this. Because what I find is most black women I talk to have not heard about it until I mention it to them because Matt, the mainstream media is not covering it. And so uh, mm-hmm. My job was to get the word out. Now, we do have a diverse audience, so not just the sisters, but in the other nationalities, were there the same findings? Uh, most of the women in the uh, study who had relaxers were African-American women, I believe. And so mm-hmm. uh, I don't know like how many cultures they studied, but uh, the majority of the women were African-American. Okay. So we don't know. But for those of us, you know, we got people listening all over the world. So for those of for those of you guys that use relaxers before too, you gotta check y'all out too. You never know. This thing can get bigger and bigger. Okay, so what's happening with the proceedings? And 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 how do how do women get in touch with you guys to become a part of this suit? That's a great question. So they can reach out if they have one of the three conditions. And that would be fibroids and they had surgery for the fibroids. Like 90% of black women, Dr. Goldie will tell you have fibroids, but not everybody is symptomatic. So if you've had surgery for fibroids, you qualify likely. If you had endometrial cancer, which is a type of uterine cancer, or if you've had ovarian cancer. So those women can go to hairrelaxerharm.com, hair relaxerharm.com and they can fill out a quick questionnaire. I think it's a bot that pops up and ask them a couple questions. And then what will happen is someone from the staff will follow up, send them a contract to sign. And then a few days after that, ask them to sign a HIPAA form. So this is not a class action. Like, you know, we all got that $300 check from Facebook and we didn't have to do anything to do it to get it. This is not that like you actually have to sign a contract. You have to sign a HIPAA waiver. You may have to take a deposition, meaning sit down and give testimony that, yes, I had a relaxer for 10 years and later I developed this condition. So it's going to be more involved, but there is no upfront fee 
That's the question I get the most. There's nothing you have to pay and you only pay if we win for you or if we settle. But that means if you win, then you get some money and they, you're just taking a percentage of that, right? Yes. Yes. So that'll all be okay. in the contract that they receive, that they that we take a percentage of whatever the settlement is or whatever if we go to trial and prevail whatever the judgment is. And that's just part of it. Look at it this way. You wouldn't have the money in the first place if you didn't go through the whole process. So go ahead on and get back to what what's what's the what's the website again? So the website is hairrelaxerharm.com. Hairrelaxerharm.com or they can call 252-424-7427. Again, that's 252-424-7427. And this is anybody who lives anywhere in the United States, even though we're based in Chicago, you can be anywhere. That includes expats. Like you said, this is being broadcast all over the world. So that includes expats in other countries. If you are an American citizen, you can also sue. Um, And just to in that thought, this will have global implications. I had somebody reach out to me the very first time I was on radio saying that essentially women in other countries look to black women in the U.S. for our style. And so a lot of women in African countries and Caribbean countries and in Europe and in Canada all have relaxed their hair as a result of seeing us and seeing our music videos and, you know, seeing us on magazine covers and such. And so this will have global implications. So whether women from other countries can participate in a similar lawsuit in their country or not, it should definitely give them pause about applying relaxers to themselves or to their children as a result of this lawsuit, no matter how the lawsuit ends up. Now, it's typically one year of use, right? It's a minimum of one year of use for the study, but in order to be a part of our lawsuit, you have to have used it for five years. Five years. Yes. Okay. So if you've been relaxing your hair for five years and you have any of these complications, uh, make sure you reach out to them and become a part of this. And we're going to get into the rest of this when we come back. This is King B's Raw Fusion. You know how it goes down. We'll be right back at these messages. Hey, it's King B. And if you want to find an easy way to keep up with me, you can go to my website, kingbworldwide.com. That's King, the letter B, worldwide.com. There you can find links to my books, the movies, the podcast, and so much more. That's kingbworldwide.com. See you there. Behind many smiles lie a troubling truth. So many people are suffering alone simply because they are too afraid of the stigma associated with mental illness. The road to mental health has no color. It has no age or gender. It's time we take the bull by the horns. It's time we remove the stigma and embrace acceptance to release people from their private prisons and give them the help that they need. It could be your relative, your friend, your loved one. It could be you, and you don't even know it. It's time to help those in need, but help starts with you. With an acclaimed broadcast television and independent filmmaker at the helm, we are creating a documentary. This documentary will identify the signs, explore the possibilities, help remove the stigma, and clear the path to mental health. By donating, you will help us help others. From $1 to $1,000, no donation is too small. Let's band together to fight this secret enemy that affects us all. Please donate today. You can donate now at GoFundMe.com slash MentalTheMovie. And we're back. Uh, We've got a bevy of beautiful young women here. And you know, I'm happy. But we have a very serious, serious thing to talk about. If you have been relaxing your hair for five years and you are experiencing different types of cancers and other complications, it might be because of these chemicals that you've been putting in your hair. I want to talk about moving forward, what this means. We've got a bunch of styles and out there and a lot of people who just want a certain look. And Tanya, uh, you're a hairstylist. 
what is it that that women can do to still achieve the look without putting the health at risk using these these relaxers? Well, there are a number of options for women out there. I think the problem is, is that it, it's just been so ingrained that our natural hair is unattractive. Um, so one of the options, I think the number one option is to remain natural or to take steps towards becoming or wearing your hair in its natural state. Um, and if that's not an option for you and that's not something that you're comfortable with, there are hair extensions or hair enhancements that you can wear straight. There are safe braiding styles that you can wear um, straight, um, maybe braiding, uh, having braids installed and having the ends loose if you want a straighter look. Um, but those are just some of the options that women do have. But again, I'll say for the record, I think the best and the safest option is your natural hair. Keep it natural. I like natural hair. I never understood how you can take the strongest hair, make it weaker, and that's supposed to be better. It just, to me, doesn't make sense. But okay, that's all right. You know, it is what it is. Plus, there are, I know a lot of women, they ain't finna do all that playing around. They just grab some wigs and, and they just gonna slap that thing on top of their head and keep it moving. This is true. So, do you do that? Or the, or what is it? Now, nah, I'm a guy, so. Clip-ins, um, tape-ins, they're taping hair in, they're clipping hair in. Um, I mean, people are so creative. There's so many things out here. I'm, I'm blown away on a regular basis as to how many options are out here in terms of how a woman can wear hair extensions in her hair. So there's something out there for everybody. So with this being proven to be a problem, have you stopped using hair relaxers in in your doing of hair or or are you making the young ladies aware that this could be detrimental to their health? And if they say, well, this is what I want to do, then I guess you got to do what they want you to do. But are you stopping to use that? Well, I was a part of a group probably in the early millennium. Uh, I consider myself one of the trailblazers in the um, steps that were taken to um, encourage African-American women to go natural. Uh, and that was around the time that I met April and April came into my salon with her natural hair. And by the time I met April, I was already at probably a 50% uh, clientele that was natural or had transitioned from relaxers to um, natural hair. And that came about because I had a natural client and Saturday mornings, everybody's in the beauty salon and my clients were watching me straighten this client's hair whose hair was natural. And by the time I was done, her hair was straight and it looked, it looked like she had a relaxer. And so then came the questions that ensued. How can I get my hair to look like that without a relaxer? Do you think you can help me grow my hair out? And I would say probably after a year or two, if not a little bit more, I probably had a 90% um, relaxer-free clientele to the point of when I started to take notice of my inventory, I hadn't purchased a relaxer in quite a while. So that was pretty much... Um, I don't have to say that now because so many women are natural, but I definitely was a part of, um, you know, the whole campaign to go natural. OK, so you, um, I, I see I'm. I know about the old, old school. Uh, so the, the, the hot comb, or you take the comb and put the thing on the fire, and then, you know, they go fry it. So is that one of the ways that, uh, that you use or, or what? Or is that outdated? Is that that's so far gone? No, ab absolutely not. It's not using a, a straightening comb is not. It's probably not as mainstream as it used to be because there are heat tools out here, such as a ceramic iron that blew everything out the water from the straightening comb to the Marcel iron. The ceramic iron is just king. Um, in the hair industry with regard to um, heat tools for straightening. But there are a handful of people who will report that their hair will not maintain a straight style if it is not straightened with the use of a straightening comb. So it's just, um, it varies from person to person. Different things work for different people. But the straightening comb is still, it's still around. Yeah, I know if you're about 102 years old, you probably still grab that thing and put it, I mean, it's a big iron comb. I used to watch it, uh, you know, yeah. when it when I was real a little kid, big old iron comb. We used to put it on the on the stove and and shh, 
Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I hear I hear it's all in the wrist and don't take my card, but I don't have that wrist. <laughs> I, I can't do it. I, I just can't use the straightening card. <laughs> I found one around my parents' house and I posted a picture of it on Facebook and everybody was like, where did you get that antique? Where did you find that relic? <laughs> I don't have that wrist action. <laughs> I didn't inherit that. Boy, you be the one wrong move and you skint your whole head off. Um, <laughs> I'm in the fashion Not industry as a photographer, so I know a little bit about it. Plus, when I had locks, um, I, I did not understand. I thought women were lying. You go to the hair salon, you're there for six hours. I'm like, ain't no, ain't nothing you can do to anybody's hair for six hours. I went to go hit, get my hair twisted and I was there six hours. I don't even know where the six hours went. I'm like, this don't make no damn sense. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm proud to say that that wasn't that wasn't us. We didn't do it like that, right, April? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't you. <laughs> Plus, actually, a friend of mine in high school, his mother had a um, a hair salon, so I ended up spending some time in there. That's when I got hip to band two. I just a big old white bucket of band two, and that's when I started playing around. And I got my hair, you know, got to have to have that look, you know what I'm saying? And then found motions, and I was done with band two because band two was terrible. Band two reminds me of that, what's that movie where Denzel was in it, and they put the conk in his head, and he was hopping around and all that kind of stuff. That's what band two was. And I just don't understand why people want to go through that much pain to have straight hair. So, in terms of the study, does it matter what company or what product specific or relaxer it was? Are there some better than others or was it just relaxers period? Um, I believe it was just relaxers period. Uh, so okay. chemical straightening relaxers and it, it wasn't hair dyes or anything like that, but it was just relaxers. And I don't think it was like any specific brands of, of relaxers that were studied. Do you know the science behind that and why it's causing these problems? Well, the theory is that the chemical relaxers contain different chemicals that are called endocrine disrupting chemicals. And anything that disrupts your endocrine glands, which are hormone producing glands, can potentially cause genetic abnormalities, which increase the risk of cancers and, and abnormalities. And the reproductive system of a woman is a system that is made up of hormone producing chemicals. And so that's why a woman's uterus may be affected or her ovaries may be affected by these endocrine disruptors. So are there any effects to the children that we're seeing or no? Well, they didn't study any women who were pregnant. So uh, I believe okay. pregnant women were excluded from the study. So I can't say that um, the, the um, fetuses of, of women with relaxers have been studied. So I can't uh, speak to that. That seems to me to be interesting because if we're saying that it's, it's affecting the hormonal system and of course it's being passed down to children, and I would even think that even if it's not just someone is pregnant, but someone has had a child, if if they're going to further the study and look into the children and see if any of these abnormalities are passed down to children through, even if they're not pregnant at the time, they had used it, it would theoretically, I'm not a doctor, but theoretically, if you're changing hormones, then you would change the hormones even if you get pregnant later. So I don't know, somebody needs this thing to get out of hand here. Uh, so we need to we need to do a little bit more studying, see what's going on with that. I agree, that's a, a pretty interesting concept. And, um, but now that we know that these chemicals are potentially harmful for women, I think uh, the ethics would be involved uh, if you start, um, you know, studying women who are pregnant. And so, yeah. That's that's interesting, though. Yeah. So speaking of more studies being needed, like that's what this actual study said, the one from the National Institutes of Health and more studies need to be done. And so in that vein, different law firms, like I said, there are going to be hundreds of law firms that file these lawsuits. Each one will have slightly different criteria. But some of those firms now are testing one relaxer versus the other. Like Tanya can tell you what the 
chemical breakdown is of the relaxers, what the chemical is that straightens the hair. But now they're looking at L'Oreal versus Revlon, Revlon versus Strength of Nature to see how different each compound is from the other. And so the interesting thing about cases like these is the study develops as the case goes on. So each law firm is doing their own thing, hiring their own experts who will testify in front of this judge. We were fortunate enough to get the case here in Chicago, which is a really big deal in federal court. And all of those experts will testify to what their findings have been over the last few months or the last few years as a result of this study that came out in November, um, October of last year. Yeah, we need to do some more studies on this because I, I, I would have never thought anything like that would be an actual situation, but it is an actual situation. Now, when is this going to go to trial or, or, or is everybody waiting for more people to sign up or what's what's going on? Uh, it, we're at the very beginning. So I tell women who I speak to that they should expect to wait three to five years. And so, yes, we are in the course of getting and identifying more women, again, spreading the word, letting them know that, you know, if they are affected by one of these conditions, that they should seek more information to see if they qualify. And like I said, law firms across the country are all doing the same thing. And the cases have been consolidated here. So whether your case is in Nevada or Oregon or New York, it will be heard by a judge here in federal court. So obviously that's a big win for any attorneys in Chicago, just if nothing else for convenience. Okay. Now is this one judge hearing all of these cases? Yes, because all the cases will overlap in terms of what their issues are. So mm. say there's another law firm that they want you to have had a relaxer for seven years instead of five like us, or another law firm that is suing on behalf of a different type of cancer. All of those issues are going to overlap. And so this judge is going to listen to hearings about those issues. And then eventually each individual case will have to be examined by these various experts. So some women who qualify today may find in two years that they no longer are a part of the lawsuit. Um, so like I said, the, the science is going to develop along at, along with the case moving forward. But yes, mm. one judge will make that determination. One judge and then all of these lawyers from all around the country are going to be coming to this one court. Oh my goodness. That'd be interesting to see. I'd like to see that on court TV. I just want to watch them thing. <laughs> see all these damn lawyers talking about <laughs> that is, oh my God. Federal court has, they have video conferencing and they have, uh, we did a lot of, when I was working in federal court, early pandemic, we did a lot of phone conferencing, so I'm sure they'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, they're going to make it a Zoom call. I don't know why why the Zoom... Okay, so um, I was going to be a lawyer. We, we talked about that last time. But just looking through some of these court things, so I will sit there and watch these court trials. I don't know why. But some of those damn things are just boring as shit. And it's amazing... I don't know why I like the Zoom ones better than the one in the actual courthouse. I don't know, maybe because they hurry it up a little bit more on Zoom. I don't know. But that's going to be interesting. I definitely watch that. So we're going to have to figure that out and find a way to, to get that out to people so they can see. So once the trial starts, will people still be able to sign up? Like, so, so let's say it hits like or YouTube or court TV or something. This thing blows up and more people find out about it. Will they be able to join in on the suit after it comes out or do they have to do it before it goes to trial? Um, let me get clarification on that. But my my understanding is they have to file in advance, because like I said, this is not a class action. This isn't, oh, you were affected. We're going to give you two hundred dollars on the back end. This is you have to sign up, sign a contract, pick a lawyer you have to get your HIPAA records because we're looking at your individual case. It's just like if a bunch of us were in a car accident, we are each individually suing the person who hit us in that car accident. And so it's the same thing. If you opt out, you're the driver and you say, oh, I'm not going to file. But Tanya, Goldie and I all do. We all walk away with settlements and you don't. Mm -hmm. So move your ass now. Stop procrastinating. <laughs> 
get your ass over there. What now? What's the what's the site and the number again? The website is hairrelaxerharm.com. Hairrelaxerharm.com and two five two four two four seven four two seven. Again, it's two five two four two four seven four two seven. It's actually <laughs> hair harm. <laughs> it's actually two five two hair harm, but you got to drop that last digit if you want the call to go through. <laughs> Lord have mercy, who set the ass down there and thought of that shit? <laughs> two five two hair harm. <laughs> I love that. I mean, that sounds like so like that does just sound like a used car uh, dealership. Two five two hair harm. Call two five two hair harm. <laughs> Get your money for your just hair relaxer. Just drop that M. Just drop that M. <laughs> oh, let your soul glow. Okay, so <laughs> all right, we're gonna take another break. We'll be right back. This is King Beachwall Fusion. Let's go. I am alone as I stand to my feet. My heart pumps not once but twice within the same beat. I just have to like a variety of partners. I'm not about to come to some funky club to get on some funky dance floor to dance with some funky man. I never used to think about it. Just give me one good reason why we shouldn't enjoy each other sexually. It can ruin our friendship. I don't think so. It doesn't feel right. Eric, I know what you do with these women. That has nothing to do with that. That has everything to do with this. The lines have been drawn. The question is, in the end, should I or should I not get intimate with my close friend? I'm going to shave you. I already had a shave. Not where I'm going to shave. Oh, no. Watch King B's Intimate Friends streaming now for free on Tubi. Outside of the U.S., then watch King B's Intimate Friends for free on Plex. Hey everybody, it's King B, and I want to tell you about a truly exclusive experience. My cannabis provider, April Flowers Shitiva, holds an event called Brunch and Blow. There you can have brunch. I'm talking about waffles, turkey sausage, eggs, hash browns, and more. You can choose whether you want it regular or infused. Also, you're able to sample up to eight different strands. You can take an interactive tour of the grow facility. Want more? Well, you'll be able to try or buy infused products such as peach cobbler, banana pudding, rice krispies, and lemonades. Contact April Flowers Shytiva on Facebook and Instagram at April underscore flowers underscore Shytiva, C-H-I-T-I-V-A. Check them out on Groupon or to RSVP or scheduling, call 773-456-3860. That's 773-456-3860. And we're back. Three beautiful women and me. <laughs> um, we've got Tanya. She's a hairstylist. We've got Dr. Goldie in the house. Big pimping. Um, <laughs> and criminal defense attorney April Prayer right here. So our fusion. I, I just have to say that I am proud of you, April. You have been all over the damn TV. Started right here, though. Yeah, <laughs> you came on my show, and the next thing you know, like the week or so later, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. That's, that's true. You're right. You're right. I was here first. Thank you. <laughs> week, two weeks later, you know, you're all over the TV set. And now I came get you to come back on the show. <laughs> I will say this. I want to officially welcome you to the Raw Fusion family as a sponsor as well. But you know, that's not what it takes for to be on the show because you are our first guest. And then you brought back the quad coaches and now you're back here again. I'm glad you have more beautiful faces for me to see. Uh, I love it. Okay. And we're talking about the lawsuit that's coming up for any women who have used hair relaxers and have had some complications such as endometrial ovarian cancer. And what's the other cancer? No, those are the two cancers. And then the third thing is fibroids. But you have to have had surgery, a myomectomy 
and or a hysterectomy. Um, so if you've been through any of that shit uh, <laughs> recently and or it, at all, it may be connected to you using hair relaxers. So you need to get checked out and go to uh, 252 Bad Hair. No, what is, what is it again? <laughs> it, is, it is 252-424-7427. 252 mm-hmm. 7427 or go to hair relaxer harm.com. Hair relaxer harm.com. 252 hair harm. Drop the M, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna get you hooked up. You know, it was a whole uh, ordeal. You just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know who the hell came up with that. Who sat their ass down here? Two five two H A R. Um, okay. Anyway, hey, people um, love vanity numbers. Don't knock it. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, you said it 42 times and I don't remember anything but 252 hair harm, so it works. I guess it does work. Okay, moving forward, what are the implications here? Are we just trying to get some money for people who have gone through it? Are we trying to get relaxers off the shelves? Are we trying to get them to come up with more natural solutions? I think that's a good question for Tanya, first of all. The non the the natural are there natural solutions? Because when I get ready to go on TV now, I don't give a damn. When I get ready to go on TV, I do I do I'm you know I got a few gray hairs. I get up get them up out of there with the you know just just for men. Yeah, (laughs) but I was online and I recently found some natural products with henna with the henna and yeah the henna and the henna and what's the other thing. It's two things that mix together. Indigo. Indigo and the henna. See? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beijing. I, <laughs> I think no, there's a I'm, Beijing out there too. I, I ain't never went with Beijing. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I'm that that just. I mean, because you be plastering your skin. That don't that don't do nothing to the hair. You just got a, a black face. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, everybody I see, maybe they did it wrong. They just have a black face, and you don't even have to have the hair. But uh, yeah, the indigo and whatever you just said, the henna. So are there, that thing takes too long. I don't know if I can do it. Uh, but are there any natural solutions to straightening your hair? Uh <laughs> You know, there there's an alternative to the chemical straighteners. That is the keratin straightener treatment. However, there's the formaldehyde um, issue with that. And um, formaldehyde is one of the active ingredients in a lot of the keratin straighteners. Um, hair, hair is made up of, of proteins and amino acids and things like that. And so when clients hear or customers hear the word keratin treatment, they think protein. Well, there there are proteins in there, but formaldehyde is an issue because that's carcinogenic, um, you know, to to humans, as mm-hmm. as with the sodium hydroxide uh, relaxers, the chemical hair straighteners by their scientific name. So in a lot of ways, it's either back to that straightening comb, the ceramic iron, the blow dryer, and things like that if you just really want to be chemical free. Okay. I just saw a movie. (laughs) Y'all don't know I'm a filmmaker. I just saw a movie. What was it on Tubi? I'm on Tubi, so I'm just saying it was on Tubi. (laughs) They pour some formaldehyde. It's a foreign film, actually, in 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 the sink. And then a big old monster came up and started killing people. It was a crazy movie. Uh, it wasn't that bad, but okay, I know it's fiction. I get it. But you don't want to be using the formaldehyde either. Leave that for dead people. So, April, what are we doing here? Are we are we trying to get them to take it off the shelves? Past obviously awarding people who have suffered from these things some some monetary compensation for their injuries. Are we trying to get this stuff off the shelf? No. So at this juncture, all we're trying to do is get the women who have been harmed, the women who have been affected, compensated for those harms. However, what we suspect may happen is that some proactive, progressive legislators may get wind of this and say, hey, why don't we require these manufacturers 
to do better labeling. Because what will shock you is if you just go to the FDA website, is that any personal hair product, any personal care product, so it could be face, hair, whatever, requires zero testing. There are no protocols in place. You do not have to list all of your ingredients on your label. You don't have to turn over your ingredient list to the FDA. There are like zero safety protocols in place. It's kind of an honor system where they just expect you to not uh, be deceitful on your labeling. And that's it. And so my guess is that some legislators will say, well, no, hey, we're going to require that they list a full ingredient list on every one of these containers, along with a warning like we see on every package of cigarettes that says it can cause cancer. And that way it's not taken off the shelves, but women then can make informed decisions when they're putting it in their two-year-old daughter's heads, which people have sent me videos of just that, six-year-olds getting, I mean, it's all within the last month. So people can then make informed decisions about whether they want to use a cancer-causing product or not. But at this juncture, all we're seeking to do is to get compensation for the women who have been harmed. What is the chemical that's causing all these problems? Well, that's what's interesting about the study. It just says relaxers. It just says chemical relaxers, hair straighteners that are basically targeted at black women. But it's like Dr. Goldie said, the belief is that it's a chemical called DEHP. I can't pronounce what it stands for, which is a phthalate. And phthalates are endocrine disruptors and they attack your hormones. And so that is, again, the theory behind this is that the DEHP and that's it's, it's more than a theory, really, because it's been studied not just in relationship to the endo, endometrial cancer, but also there was a similar fibroid study. There was a similar ovarian cancer study. And that's why they're also included in the lawsuit saying that this is a group of chemicals that are plastics and that these plastics, you know, obviously it's a foreign substance. It's not supposed to be in our bodies. And when it gets into our bodies, it attacks our hormones and tears up for women, our reproductive systems. I want to see women educated about what we're putting, not only on our bodies, but definitely what's in our bodies. And African-American women, we suffer such, uh, such health disparities you know, and these these are expecting our quality of lives, our life expectancies. And so we need to know what's in these products so that we can make educated decisions. Yeah, definitely. And so these plastics are seeping into your your head, essentially, for the, even a little time, because it's usually in your head for what, what? About eight to 10 minutes. Um, yeah. But there are arguably people who will leave these chemicals on longer and the skin is like the largest organ on your body and it's porous. So it's it's seeping in. And so um, I tell this story often. I had an aunt who would uh, apply her relaxer and she would clean up the house. She would mop or she would do different things. And unfortunately, um, in 2019, she did pass away from um, a, a brain tumor. Not really sure where how things relate, but we would often tell her, you've got to stop leaving that on your scalp like that. So but yeah, so uh, manufacturer's instructions, eight to 10 minutes and some uh, label uh, instructions would say 10 to 15. But that's a lot of time, in my opinion. That's a hell of a lot of time. And 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 if you was using that band to you wouldn't be able to sit around there for no clean no house. Uh, because, no, I think you got beef with band too. It, it must have burned your scalp. I, I, maybe you were just, your hair was a little too sensitive for band too. Yeah, I, but my head was sensitive. Something was sensitive because I'm hopping around there and and oh, Jack, uh, <laughs> it ain't worth all that. Yeah, so yeah, don't. Mm-mm. Yeah, I got a thing with that big old white bucket. Uh, I still remember that thing. If I see it, I'll shoot it on sight. Uh, <laughs> no. All right. So these things are seeping into your pores and it's causing hormonal issues. So, you know, this is raw fusion. We, we're, we're not a science show. Uh, so that doesn't mean it makes you horny. 
But are there any, do we know of any kind of, because obviously your hormones do affect a lot of things. So are people getting more angry, upset because of these things? Do we know any of this type of stuff or it's just affecting the body in that certain way? Or are we seeing any other side effects from this? Or are there any studies in the, in the works to find out these things? I don't know if there have been studies to, um, uh, that have looked at things like the thyroid gland or the adrenal glands, but you know these are the female reproductive uh, system, the ovaries, the uterus, and um, women's uh, most dominant hormones are the estrogens and the progesterone. So I don't know about the other hormones in the body or the other glands, if whether or not they've been studied. If your woman come home mad from the hair salon, I don't know. It may be. I'm just saying. We we gonna we gonna. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna find another way into this thing, uh, brothers. If your women keep every time she come home, because you know sometimes we used to think it was because you know they put their you know nose up in the air because they didn't got their hair done. They look good. Cause listen, they you let them go out to not let them, but they go out to the uh to the to the hair salon. And they all humble and stuff, and they got the head wrapped up and the, and the cap on, and and then then they come back and the hair looks good, and they don't want you to touch them, they nose all up in the air, you know what I'm saying? You got to. I think it's those doggone relaxers. I think there it is, there it is. <laughs> Every time your woman come home, and we thought we used to think as guys, oh she look good now, so she don't want you to touch, and he said, don't touch my hair. Man, you don't get nothing. Don't touch my hair. That may be the relaxers, y'all. That's why I think it is. <laughs> it done mess with their hormones, and now they're angry. Uh, <laughs> no, but we got it. It is a very serious thing. Our ladies have enough problems as it is that uh, they don't need to die to look good for us or for them or for anybody. There are different ways that you can achieve a certain look. Me personally, I like the locks. I like those other things, uh, more natural hairstyles. I'm getting into them more as I get older. And um, also, as I discover more of my roots and stuff like that, it's just really sexy to me. But I mean, straight hair is cool too, but there are different ways that you can achieve that instead of going to these relaxers who are now being proven to be very dangerous and uh, just not really really worth dying for. So we want to get the word out. We want you to call 252 hair, hair harm without the M. All right, without the M. One, two, three, four. Okay. Um, and <laughs> take this very seriously. Get in as soon as you possibly can. Do not wait. Because I know some of y'all, some of y'all right now going to be listening to this and say, yeah, I'm going to do it. And the next thing you know, you see it on TV is a settlement and you're like, damn, I could have got some money. So, you know, make sure you do it now. Stop what you're doing and make the phone call. Well, don't stop listening. Well, we're almost done. Uh, <laughs> go ahead on and, and go over there, make the phone call, go to the website and definitely look into this because it's a very serious thing. And uh, that's nothing to take lightly. So please get in on this. If you know someone, does this does the person have to be the person that it affected or can they do that in proxy for someone else? April, I don't know. Mm no, they can't. They, it would have to be the person who was affected unless that person has died. If they died of endometrial cancer or died of ovarian cancer in the last 10 years, we would consider taking their case. So then it would have to be next to kin, daughter, son, husband who contacted us. But if the person is living and they are lucid and able to sign then it needs to be that person. Now I have had families contact say, oh, I'm gonna tell my mom and my sister. And literally like on Thanksgiving day, I was I talked to 40 women and I talked to three women around the same Thanksgiving table. They were like, my sister's about to call you. My sister's about to call you. And so I talked to three, three women in the same family. 
So, you know, mm-hmm. women are messengers. And so we'll spread the word. But it does need to be the individual who is affected who makes the call. OK, but that's what I really wanted to get at. So if you have a family member that died from endometrial cancer or ovarian cancer, the next to kin yes, can contact you as well. So just women who have had fibroids and had surgery and then someone who um, has endometrial cancer or ovarian cancer or had a relative die of endometrial cancer or ovarian cancer. Okay, but they they wouldn't have had to die because of it just as long as they died having it. Correct. Yeah. As long as they were diagnosed with it within the last 10 years, they would still qualify. All right. So we're going to. I wanted to get all of that out because some people, you know, might not know. And they may have had a relative that uh, suffered from these these illnesses. And and so that the case can go uh, if you're the next you can call that number and hit the website and get your case in there as well. Well, ladies, I'm so happy you guys came through. Wonderful show as usual. Always lovely to see my first grade friend, criminal defense attorney. April prayer. She does not know how much I watch the Just Us Junkie thing that she does on Facebook. We need to get you. I love it. Love to hear it. <laughs> we need to get you a YouTube channel. We got to get you your own show. That's what we need to do. We got to talk. I I know you. You got cases and all this this shit, and that's beautiful. But you know, at some point, you know, stop going to court TV and. Ooh, and uh, <laughs> and let's get the April show. Yeah, uh huh. I agree. <laughs> all right, so I appreciate all you beautiful ladies uh, coming through the show. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you for Thank having you. us. It's time to talk some shit with King B on the King B's Raw Fusion podcast. Brought to you by King B's Hate Love. Now streaming for free on Tubi. You know, I love natural hair on a woman. It's just so sexy. But I also understand what it means to want to do different things, be creative, think outside the box. But when thinking outside the box can cost you your life, mm, is it really worth it? Yeah, there's different things. There's different people talking. Straight hair, nappy hair. Oh, that nappy is good, though. But there are different ways to achieve different looks. So what I'd say is don't go with the way that could possibly kill you. In the end, be as healthy as you possibly can. And if you have done those things in the past, make sure you reach out to my friend and be compensated for these companies. They don't care how you look as long as they take your money. I'm King B and this is Raw Fusion. Raw Fusion.